Chambers. Chambers? Is it the MTA voice in here? Do it. Start the episode. Hey, welcome to Get a Clue. Next stop, Chambers. Get a clue on a bleaker sheet. Stay clear of the closing doors. Practice social distancing. Max on. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Get a Clue with Lex and M. I'm Lex. And I'm M. We have a very special duo episode for you guys. We're bringing it back to the old school format. Uh, you know, just chit chatting it up. Uh, we're going to be doing our little catch up on our freaky furlough Friday swap. You're going to want to stick around for that one. Basically, our lives completely switched over and we are feeling the moment as is. (laughs) We are. We're living in the moment of 2020. One of us got banned and then reinstated on TikTok. Who is it? Place your bets now. And the other has a little celeb DM story time to share again. Who is it? Yeah. Who is it? We don't know. We don't know. She may have been talking to a wizard. That's all I'll say. A wizard? <gasps> oh my god. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. You're getting my like true reaction. And we'll finally wrap up our episode with a classic one year anniversary look back onto, you know, our highs and lows of living in the city. One year in NYC. Can you believe it? It's crazy. Uh, and I can't wait to dive in. So I guess we'll just kick it off with our catch up. Emily, what have you been up to? Well, oh my gosh. No, it has been crazy, crazy fun times, crazy um, enjoyable times. I have still been, throughout this whole quarantine, I've been in Florida with my family. You guys knew that. Um, I think the last time we caught up, I had mentioned that shortly after um, everything started in late March, I flew back to Florida safely um, and have been here. Um, Also, not so safely, got furloughed the day after I landed (laughs) home. So I was out of my role for um, three months. So I'm a social media editor at a fashion company. And um, I was out of that role and kind of just on my own doing my thing, um, enjoying the both creative and nice space for rest. I think it was very much needed in my life. And then um, end of June, June 22nd to be exact, I got a call on a bright Monday morning. They said, you're coming back in two weeks time. Um, So I'm now back in my role. I just finished up my second week um, back full time and I'm still working remotely from Florida and home, but I um, am back full time with the team and it has been honestly really great. I think it was a much needed break, um, but also I feel very equipped in my role um, more than I feel like I have before. I feel like my help is both appreciated and I feel really excited to be producing good work for them. So all around good vibes, just been working on it. What about you, Lex? Because I feel like there is a body switch movie moment you're about to tell me about. It was really like the body switch of furloughs because I feel like definitely around the time that you got your news that you were being rehired. That's around the time that I learned that I was going to be furloughed. Um, it's, it's quite comical, honestly. And, uh, my furlough went- Furloughs and Merlot. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely was like, pour me a glass. Um, I, my furlough went into effect the day after my 23rd birthday. So, you know- Happy birthday, Lex, too. We celebrated a birthday in the meantime. We did. Cancer season. I think it's coming to an end soon. Um, so it definitely was a bit of a, like, 
Ooh, but again, I honestly, with just the, um, the environment that I work in and just the circumstances that we deal with in entertainment right now, I honestly was expecting this furlough to come a lot sooner. So yes, being furloughed is like a, a weird sting, but then again, I'm, I just hope the best for, uh, the company and hopefully a rehire or honestly, this time has given me the chance to, you know, delve into an aspect of my creative, you know, conscience I hadn't really untapped yet, which was writing. So that's been really great. And just been looking forward to unpacking all these random ideas that pop into my head, whether it's scenarios I experience and how I can expand it more on paper or just random thoughts that might pop in time to time. I've just been loving, honestly, uh, treating myself and telling myself I'm a writer. Basically, that's what I'm trying to do. You are a writer. Yes. I am a writer. I feel like we were reflecting on that in pre-production, as we love to say, but you, this has been a new opportunity and space for you to feel really in touch and, you know, empowered by your creative ability and like all you can do with that. And I feel like you know, even reflecting on, as we said at the top of the episode, like, you know, a year in New York, that is something we almost had to and got acquainted in New York last year in such a flurry. It really, it was just like, get up and go. Like I, I moved in on a Friday and I was like at work three days later and like kind of same with you. Yeah. And it was, you know, hot as hell and sweaty up there as I noticed now. And like, it still is, yes. it was just very much, which also made it so much fun. I think we were talking about that the other night of like, it was just very like work hard, play hard those first few weeks and months. And like every experience was like a new experience. It was truly like the summer semester of like real life. Like it was just so <laughs> cool and so fun. And I'm glad now we have this turnaround time to be like, okay, well, I've had a year, like boots on the ground for a year. Like it's been fun. It's been amazing. And I kind of like know where I can go now. And now I have space to explore like real, like legit opportunities within that like creative space. Yeah. Very good time to reflect in the confinements we've been given with how COVID-19 has, you know, reshaped our year. A lot of people were forced to basically find connections through the internet, not necessarily in a way of like, Oh, I would have to find a lip. Like not not in that way, but just like, you know, my creative outlets <laughs> were at times um, you know, going to improv and going to comedy shows. Like that was my my creative outlet that kept me balanced and since improv- Ugh, I miss a good comedy show. Me too. And since Remember improv- that crazy one we went to in the Lower East Side? The one where I had to tell my personal story and then they did a whole scene off of it. That one was great. Actually, yeah, that one was better. But the one that you and I went to on a random um, Tuesday night in the back room of the gray lady. Yes. So good. We would learn to become like one of our like fun spots before things shut down. Totally. That was actually, I was thinking was gray lady like our last true night out, like the crazy uh, February 29th night. I would say so because that was the night that I bonked my head. On. Yeah, you bonked your head, and then I feel like the next weekend, and then the world changed forever. So basically, the world changed forever. forever. So like March first would have been the next day, which then March eighth ish was the next weekend, and we did a Sunday brunch at San Marzano, 
and i feel like we've uh, talked about that on the show before but reservation i think we yeah we waited for that reservation thank god i wish we had taken pictures as a group that day we did not um and i don't think we went out that weekend because we were so tired from the weekend before we were just like yeah. we're just like see you on sunday that yeah. was it but you know that was still changed. i know it did but it was still a good uh you know Little did we know would be like our swan sign song. off. Yeah, sign off. For I think a few I months. think God gave us that for a reason. Yeah, he, he gave us that. Sam Marzano reservation. God bless him. Um, He's such an angel. <laughs> yeah, but it's. I mean, it's just been a good time to not only like keep up, you know, connections with lasting friendships I already have, obviously, mm-hmm. and not to say bye, like you know, even though we can't see each other in person, but then yeah, I feel like we're closer than ever. <laughs> I like did not like hanging out with you in person before this all started. Lexi I hope you know. Kind of weird before this all started. <laughs> Guys, can I just like tell you, Emily can just be so, man, a mouthful, just so mouthful. too much to handle. Rude girl. Um, <laughs> woo girl is just too much for me. <laughs> woo girl and rude girl. R-U-D. Woo girl and rude girl. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it's just been a good time to just reconnect with not only myself, but people I would have never crossed paths with before, yeah. you know, this all happened. So there's hidden blessings in every, you know, beautiful mess we have to endure. So sometimes it's yeah. good to focus on those as well. Um, it is redirection, not rejection. She on that emo side of TikTok. <laughs> the sides of TikTok. I'm right now I'm on the manifestation side of TikTok. Me too. Which was very hard to lose. For those who may not know, I permanently banned from TikTok for a week and it was a shock to us all. Um, I think it was people, I have a conspiracy theory. It was people from one of your, like the dance video that they got mad at you on and maybe they like started reporting you and there was just like an influx and they like banned you for a second. Right. You know? And then I had to like... You had to pitch. harass them. And yeah, I had to put it together a pitch deck. Yeah. A press and be kit. like, nothing's wrong with my account. Because like, yeah. people who should get banned are like creepy people. Right. That are still totally active on there. Yeah. Um, not that I like see that come up, but I just know it, it can be there. But yeah, it was a very odd and like just jolting experience, especially since I was on this weird high of having like a video go semi-viral-ish in the world yeah no you're you you're tiktok famous you have some hard winners there i'm tiktok famous when people approach me and ask for a selfie that's when i'll call myself tiktok famous and i hope at that point it's not a tiktok labeled thing (laughs) let's hope it's for something else um but yeah it was a very weird like jolt of like well, all this stuff that was giving you entertainment and like a little bit of serotonin each day has now been ripped from you. And I'm like, okay. Um, yeah. But then, you know, after I had to harass them and hound them, be like, please like look into my account. Like I promise, like there's nothing that's violating your guidelines. I think this was a mistake. And I thought I was talking to a robot and, but they responded and got my account back. I don't know how you like get inspired to make TikToks, but I was like listening to every time I hear like a sound I like or one that's funny, like I'll think of my version of it. So I was going back through my saved sounds this morning and I was like, mm-hmm. 
I might do like a binge film session tonight or something and just get my ring light and go because I haven't really filmed a ton but like yeah there's a couple jokes I want to just like get out there and I'm sure like I hope something like if I film like five I hope some will one will like semi land you know I'm um, sure you've you've gotten like you've caught some caught some traction with like some of your posts I've seen my so. biggest one was like a sunny with the chance like react vid that yeah. I did and everyone in the comments was like I love Disney Channel and I'm like replying to them like me too like, like so. I'm 23 23 <laughs> I think that was what my meme was I'm like 23 and the scene still yeah. makes me like scream because it was like it was uh sunny and Chad and Chad was like I want to take you on a date and the audience is like woo like that and I'm like ah. that's basically like the inner like sound effect in your head when like you get a like match on hinge or something you go yeah Ooh. literally me I just am such a hopeless romantic in that category yeah you are like the hopeless romantic of our friend group I feel like I feel like I'm the like cynical one and I not like true not true <laughs> well it's it, like a certain extent like I feel like Things can ride off your back more, which is a good quality. You know, mm-hmm. I I think I let things stick to me too long. I don't know. Maybe I'm if I'm not calling you on this right, let me know. But I, I feel like things can happen to you and you just like let them slide a little bit more. I feel like I'm on the person, yeah. Yeah. Like- I you you put on like a good layer of Crisco every day and it's just like a beautiful <laughs> little creation and I'm like I, I'm just like dry and everything is just like <laughs> slapping on me and I never let anything go. <laughs> you heard that y'all I'm greased up and ready to go. No, just like a little bit of Crisco in your pan or, and you like bake a pretty cake. You actually got into cake TikTok and went I, viral there. That was your biggest success video. And it was a total accident. I mean Crisco in a good way. I don't mean that in a <laughs> You know what line I think of? And I hope Which one. The one from Delworth Prada where oh, like, oh. <laughs> Crisco on the fish line and we're in business. <laughs> Honestly, a little Crisco Me, every time I good. put on my jeans, like, for the first time after months of quarantine, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I put my one pair of denim shorts I like. I think they went through the dryer accidentally because it's such, a, it's such a um, missed connection thing because, like, you won't really wash and dry them forever, but then they do get a little loose and you're like, oh, they could use a little more shape or something. Snug. Yeah. And then that happens and it was like, you know, b- ready for my Build-A-Bear or something. So I was literally just stretching them in my room the other day, like oh please God. fit on one thigh. I think I just have to retire them. Um, but I don't want to go get yelled at Plato's Closet yet and told I'm a cheap yeah. asshole. <laughs> I don't I don't need the Plato's Closet uh sass i was that's funny because i was thinking the other day i was like especially after being home and having like such a limited wardrobe just because you know i packed stupidly but also kind of smartly in the end yeah Um, and then coming back to like my full like closet situation i was like oh a lot of these like clothing items i don't need yeah i might as well just like you know take photos and try and sell on like a poshmark depot situation so I need to like set aside time to do that before I move but um. no it's so sad because like all my summer stuff like all my summer going out tops last year that I could do one of those TikToks to like yesterday's gone and like I'm looking at like the Hannah Montana song and like going through all them all those tops are in a suit my second suitcase which is on top of my closet my room 
because I had finally, by March, I had done the closet transition of putting that stuff away for a few months. Mm -hmm. And then I, of course, left with one bag, two bucks, and a dream. Zero jobs. (laughs) But hey, the world came back and said- one bag. Yeah, here you go. And it it feels good this time. Yeah, it feels like a- It was hard because actually the night before I got the call and news from work that I'd be coming back, I was like very much in a – because I don't know about you, but I feel like throughout the quarantine, like the moods and moves in my mind for change have like come in waves. Like sometimes I'm totally chill and like content being like Mm -hmm. no plans, no problem, like – doing my thing, whatever. But then sometimes it would come in like a strong wave of like, I want to be doing something. I want to be back in my routine. I want to see a heap full of friends like again, like this just isn't living. And I think the longer it's gone, the like more content I've gotten because like there was just, I don't know about you, but there was just this like, and I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod before, but there was just this energy in March of an idea of like not coming back to like 2021 or not not coming back but like not having normalcy till like the following year was like absurd Yeah, that was like like a floating idea it was like just craziness and like it just didn't seem normal and like I feel like it was easy to think well like what would I have been doing this summer like where would I have been in my job or like would I have gotten a promotion would I be like Mm -hmm. out and about doing this like just random things that come through your mind I feel like that has stopped because I'm just like there's absolutely no circumstance that like would have made that alternate reality like possible. You know, there's nothing, there's no other path we could have taken here. So really just like accepting the present, like exactly as it is. Um, And yeah, the night before I got that call, like I was just really, I was feeling the pressure, like not pressure in myself, but like I was feeling the like I I was just energized more and like had more of a fire under my ass to be like, I have to find some kind of a job and some kind of a capacity. Like I'm ready to just like Absolutely. work in that aspect. So it was no, um, it was no hate. It was no whatever. I was just like, I was ready to do any kind of project or, um, you know, kind of work I could find that was going to be the right fit, whether it be in New York, whether it be somewhere else. And then the next day I got the call, which seems awfully charmed but I will say this new season in it and like being back at work has proven like a lot more that it's just it's really flowing in a way it hasn't in a while and I know that's easy to say two weeks in but it it feels really good so I know now it was the right move and that was the right opportunity to sync back up with absolutely I feel like especially with our generation we have always been like raised in kind of like set in this competitive I think it's like kind of like subconsciously a competitive like narrative right where you know it's always seeing and learning and knowing who in your like playing like level like your field yeah is doing what and like who's getting to this place quicker than you basically and I feel like for sure um with COVID hitting and, you know, a lot of things having to halt, people having to, you know, lose or have their jobs furloughed and losing the sense of what we knew as normalcy is that we kind of had to learn to accept. And I feel like, again, our generation as well can be very stubborn and we kind of want, when we want something, we want it immediately because that's just kind of what we've been uh, spoiled with, with, you know, like internet and everything like that. 
And I feel like if anything, it, it taught me at times, like granted, there were definitely points where I would be like very frustrated and, you know, upset and not really sure who I was upset with. I was just, it was just an emotion I was going through, but then you have to kind of stop and like, look back and be like, okay, really evaluate yourself. Yes. You're not in the place where you thought you'd be, but this is where you are right now. Some people are worse. Some people are better. A lot of people are in the same boat. And I think like, we just need to all like just collectively come together and be like, let's push our way out of this mess. Yeah. Where and also too, but not lose sense of who you are and what your drive is and what you want to work and what for. your dreams are. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like that's been, uh, something that I know personally, I, I mean, we've, we'll often talk about this, just like keeping ourselves in check with what we want personally yeah. in our own, um, careers and our goals. And yeah, I mean, that's always been something I appreciate about our friendship. I feel like we're both yeah. very supportive in each other's um, endeavors in that sense. And, you know, complete, like anyone listening out there, like make sure your friend groups are like that. Cause I think that's the most important aspect Uh, of friendship is support. support. Yeah. And if I could very well said Lex, and I feel like if I could go back, not, and I'm not a, like, if I could go back, I never want to really get in the rocket ship and like relive stuff. But if, oh my God, that should be a segment. If I could turn back time, but um, I, um, I feel like it's one of those things where, yeah, this entire period of time has just also taught me like, pl- like this is kind of how I tried to live or at least thought I was living like before all of this. And especially like, um, I've had time during the queue to like listen to some of our old senior year episodes and it's really funny to hear my voice and your voice too, but there's, there's something about hearing your own thoughts where you're right. like, I know exactly where I was at that time. And I know exactly what I thought would happen. And then it mm-hmm. didn't line up like that, or it did in like a, but just in a different way, like that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's really funny. And it's, you hear it and it's a little cringy. Cause I'm like, I was so immature at the beginning of my senior year and thought I knew a everything. lot that everything yeah. that was coming to me and like how to live and like whatnot. But, um, and what I was saying, how I thought I was living was really with this embracing like a blinders on mentality and really just like focusing on your track and like understanding that other people are in your same boat. So there's no need to like be in this competitive race with anyone but yourself. And that's not so much as to say like with yourself, like I'm achieving every goal or I'm maximizing this or I'm getting that raise or like promotion. It's just, are you happy? Are you like feeling fulfilled like are you in right. that race with your life that it's well paced and balanced like I think this has also shown me like there's nothing more healthy or important than like a balanced life where you work from nine to five or six whatever it is I'm usually in, in the nine thirty to six category yeah. um or later but um you have that and then you have a nice dinner you go for a walk you call your friends you watch a movie you read a book like you you nourish yourself during these like early 20s years to an extent that like then it finally makes sense to me now why you have to work on yourself so much before other windows in your life can open up. And I think I tried to have my cake and eat it too, have my minimalist cake and eat it too. But like, um, I've always tried to do that or I've tried to just get a taste or like dip into other categories of quote unquote success in my life, whether that Mm -hmm. be with a relationship or whether that be with LOL a relationship, whether that be with a situationship or with um, a career move or with a external look of what's going on in my life. Um, mm-hmm. It's never, it's never going to change um, what 
being true to yourself is really going to give you and what just working on yourself. I, I also value a lot more privacy in my life than I did before. And I think the lack of FOMO has really made everyone just like embrace that. Like it's okay to have, like we said in that early quarantine episode with Allison, like plans to have no plans. Like Absolutely. that's okay. That's okay, and it's actually really nourishing and like good for your soul to do that. To so take those mental breaks. Take mental you know? breaks. Like just step away. Like yeah. no one's gonna like. Let's start living as if this was like twenty five years ago, and half the shit we communicate on like didn't exist. Right. Minus our podcast because we would we would have had a radio show. It would have been <laughs> oh, very successful. Um, but KWLA. KWLA. <laughs> A-W-X-Y-Z Z. and uh, the morning show. 95.1 W-A-P-E. <laughs> now, can I guess that the person that you were writing to in your Tumblr post was Jake T. Austin? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Guys, buckle your seatbelts. In the midst of Lexi being banned a couple weeks ago, I um, was on TikTok one night and um, I saw someone, a girl, post, and it was a rather new post on your feed. If you're familiar with TikTok, it had not gotten a lot of likes yet. So it was like a fresh post and she had, um, it was about DMing celebrities and she had DMed Jake T. Austin from Wizards of Waverly Place, (laughs) just like a hey or something or like you're cute. And, um, he sent her his phone number immediately. And I was like, no, like, this is too good to be true. Like I, I gotta see. And so (laughs) I, um, went on Instagram and I will get the message up. Just wait for it. Um, and I, I just gave him like my cheesiest, um, cheesiest line I could think of Mm -hmm. so I pulled it up here we go and I said (laughs) what kind of spells can I cast on you and then sent his phone number and said here's my number hit me up so do you think because then I saw that someone duetted that video because when I got back on I was like that did pop up in my feed and I think I sent it to you and that's what prompted you to be like girl because I remember hearing like a few years ago and I guess they broke up clearly but I remember hearing like oh yeah Jake T. Austin started dating like a girl from Twitter. Yeah I think the thing with him is he's very so there was one side of me that was like is this just a bot that like hacked into his account or part two he's just this like thirsty boy celebrity that like will speak to anyone Mm -hmm. and I think it's the latter and so I I just texted and I was like hey, it's Emily. And I won't read all the texts, but I will send them to Lexi to read. Um, Okay, yeah, I'll have to see you later. And he did, uh, he asked me, he said, uh, what ethnicity are you? What? Yeah. (laughs) And I said, oh, um, I'm (laughs) half Irish, half Cuban. And he goes, I will read this part. Love it, so hot. Now I see why you're gorgeous. And then this, which was very inappropriate and inaccurate, mixed girls are always more attractive. You seem like my type for sure. I feel like someone's screwing with him. I do too. Because no no right-minded celebrity, I may honestly too like bleep out his name just in case, 
for our yeah. own safety. I can probably figure I can figure that out. But yeah. Um no, I feel like no celebrities that like don't decide such tone deaf things. Tone deaf things and then went on to say, like I was like, Oh, well, like, what are you up to in quarantine? He's like, Oh, just getting ready to shoot a film for HBO Max. This virus is crazy. Shake my head. So the project keeps getting delayed. Hmm. And then shortly later that night, by the next morning, I was blocked. So that's the only reason that makes me feel like it's real is that girls got a hold of that TikTok and kept doing it. And it started from maybe a small group of like 15 to like 500. And then he caught on that it had leaked. Oh my God. Um, And I'm still- blocked on Instagram? No, blocked on text. Because the way you know if you're blocked on text for everyone to know, it will not say delivered. Right. Okay. On iMessages. So look at what I sent. <laughs> I sent Abracadabra just to make sure. Now, okay. Now we need to incorporate like Abracadabra into like ghosting culture now. Yeah. I'm so ready to test out like an Abracadabra like sparkle situations. I feel like too, I guess in our like wrap up of just like, we kind of already, like we did touch on our reflection of New York a little bit, but I guess like the more fun reflection because again on tiktok as well we're i think we're also on like the nyc tiktok of it all so it's like everyone wanted to give like here's the hot spots like when things like open up again and i keep seeing places that emily and i used to frequent and but they're called like college bars or like intern town yeah and then i just like send them to emily and like yeah we can never go back here again because I think people gave us grief last summer for going to those places, but I always thought it was fine because, like, that was truly our first 21-year-old summer there. Like, we were of age to be there. And we were in, like, an intern type of mode. I feel like your first couple months in the city, especially during the summer, and you're that age, there's no true, like, actual qualm. You're a baby. Yeah, Yeah. we were babies of the city. We didn't know anything. I'll tell you, like, when I interned there the summer before with Nicole, we were, like, living in the dorms and, like, around college kids and stuff. We did not go out at all. Like, A, we were 20 and, like, we had, like, fakes and, like, access like that, but we weren't, like, searching to, like, get in trouble. I think we went to one, like, hotel bar, which maybe sounds lame. I know people, like, intern summer are, like, craziest Mm -hmm. time of their life, all that stuff, but I feel like I well made up for it last year once we were, like, officially moved, and we felt just, like, so much more... I feel like when you're in a state like that and you're like finally settled and like moved in and you have your job, you just feel like so much more like calm and cemented and like excited to go like party. I feel like the time before I still felt like I don't know my way around or like I'm learning or things like that. It felt, it feels like awkward and I don't know, every situation where like we could have met up with someone or like we could have matched with someone online and then met up, it just always felt like we're going to get like mistreated or like with the wrong people so I just feel much more in control there now which is good yeah no I think uh it it definitely is more fun to go out and experience that side of New York when you're not I mean even though I didn't intern in New York the year before I interned in Atlanta which isn't as you know walkable and you know yeah excuse me uh of a city as like New York but still there is a going out sector to that and I only did that once after I turned 21 yeah so it was like not it wasn't it wasn't the summer and I was I was just so like I was such a nerd I was like so excited to like have the job at all I just wanted to like go to work and like go to Trader Joe's and that was it 
Yeah. And experience, you know, New York's so big. There's so many aspects of it to experience that isn't just related to partying. So why not take advantage of those sides when you're not even of age? So no, yeah, we went, we went to the Met, we would go on walking tours. Yeah. I shouldn't make it sound like it was just this, like no big deal time. It was actually such a fun summer. And Nicole and I, as we still are, would Mm -hmm. be always go on more like adventures, like around the city. And like, we'd go to museums on the weekend or we, I'm trying to think we did like Broadway a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. We went to parks. Like we, she had friends from her internship that we met up with. We spent like, actually I always consider our 4th of July there that year, like such a like how to lose a guy in 10 days moment because we went to one of her intern friends um, grandma's home in Queens. And it was so cute. It was just like a little backyard barbecue that we all got to like hang out at. And I always remember that, but, um, I was watching that movie last night too. And it's just always so classic. Although I realized Kate Hudson was 23 when she filmed that and Matthew McConaughey was 32. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes age gaps in like movies you'll look again. I think I don't know if we touched on it, but like I think the one that got me the most was um, honestly an Aquamarine. Like how oh, which one they're, is that one? Well, just like how they're. I mean, I don't know how old Sarah Paxton's character is as a mermaid, and I guess like age <laughs> age gaps don't really matter when you have when a when you're tail. a mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, different scenario. But for just like the JoJo and Emma Roberts characters to be like what seventh grade, eighth grade, yeah. And they're, and like, crushing on a high schooler. Like, a, a high school, like, senior. Like, he's senior. old. Yeah. Like, and Raymond looked, honestly, if you look at him today, you're like, oh, this is, like, a college senior. Like, he looked too mature to be in high school. Again, no, just, really like, bad. Hollywood creating this fake narrative that, like, boys that age are supposed to be that attractive. And then you gaslight yourself and think, oh, yeah, like, he has one of those common traits, so he's the Raymond of my life, and you and he's, look back he's, and you're like, no, this man was a Keebler elf. So. And he's really gonna like an eighth grader, too, you know? Yeah, just, like, yeah, that whole thing of, oh, God, problematic, but... No, really I needs think, to I think we'll honestly, we'll definitely touch on another um, lovely, problematic uh, teen comedy... I think, too, we're going to have a special guest soon that will uh, help us uh, break, down break down some of those lovely movies we love so I much from the it's, early 2000s. I mean, the movies that shaped our lives for better and for worse. Well, I think this is a great little catch-up, you know, our freaky furlough Friday. Great episode. Great quality. Everyone make sure to follow, keep up to date with all that's happening with Get a Clue. Check out some of our past episodes. We had some really great content. We have so many good episodes from the past few months. Anaya and Sunny, our favorite influencers. And they're they're popping off too ever since, I mean, they've been making great content, but like I just love seeing what they've been doing. They've worked with even more like cool brands and stuff. Yeah. So make sure if you go to our Instagram at getacluepod, um, you can see previous. bios and everything i realize i think you guys are really gonna enjoy it also too i want to make a special note because we have not done this um in forever and i just thought of it too but if you enjoy the show if you're a loyal listener go leave a review on itunes podcast 
podcasts. It helps um, really with all podcasts across the board to become more discoverable and more um, accessible to new listeners across the way. So if you like what you're seeing, what you're hearing here, um, go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, which everyone, if you have an iPhone, should have access to. There you go. You heard it. That's your homework. Please keep staying safe. Um, Stay safe, indoors, healthy, happy. Healthy, happy, working on yourself. Go get a journal. Go have fun. Go make yourself an iced coffee. Like, go enjoy the rest of your day. Absolutely. All right, guys. Hope you got a clue on what's happening, and we can't wait to chat with you soon. Bye, guys. Have a good one. Bye.